Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Can you imagine a life without Jesus? I can't. It's not a life. You can't call it a life. So we really give praise to him who gave us access to life in all its fullness. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Eh, worshiping God is so nice. I feel like we should just start afresh and just sing. Ah, but that clock, that clock, that clock, huh? God is amazing. For you are great. You do miracles so great. And there is no one else like you. <laughs> there is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else. Can you call to remembrance the great things he has done? There is no one else like you. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no He's amazing. He's been good to me, and I know he's been wonderful to you. You know, today that the scripture that was on my mind was, God is not unjust to forget. If God doesn't forget, and he calls it injustice to forget, then we are like him in his image. We should not forget. We should not forget the goodness of God. That is, he says, it's not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And so two things stand out for me in that scripture. That first of all, God remembers. So we should remember. It's injustice to forget. Eh? Those who forget, those who don't forget. We are the ones who don't forget. But when I, when I thought of that scripture, I thought of God. And then I thought of the people who labor among us. That sometimes we forget the labor of love 
that those that labor among us have shown. But worship harvest, we are not those who forget. We've been taught well that, that there are those that have labored among us and they minister to the saints and they still do minister. And, and I don't know, I think in the last week, <laughs> two weeks, I have watched Apostle Mose minister and labor. This afternoon don't come. Hmm? You know, when you preach one someone, okay, me when I preach one someone, I get so tired physically in a way that is abnormal. It's not the usual like you can run and, and get a bit, but there's a way that there's a, there's a weariness that comes with releasing spiritual, you know, I don't know, substance. And I'll just be looking at him. I'm like, what do we do for you? Where can we take you? There's a time I was like, oh, there's no way. But if it were up to us, we'd get him, lock him up somewhere, take away everything. And at some point I was like, we should talk to Dr. Okulo and spike his drink so that he sleeps. I'm telling you, that thought crossed my mind. Like, I'm like, he will not allow to rest, but that will be disloyalty. But how do we get away to make the man of God just like black out for like 12 hours of sleep? Because the man labors and labors, and then when he's supposed to be resting, he's still laboring, thinking about this one, thinking about Iganga, thinking about uh, Budondo, thinking about Mukono, thinking about, you know how, 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 how Paul says that he carries within him the labor for all the churches? When I think of you, Apostle, that's how I think. And then I feel helpless because I feel like there's nothing I can do in my power. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought about it and I'm like, if we spiked his drink with a small dose of a drug, he would sleep for 12 hours. Just because you're looking at him, you see that physically he's weary, but he's unwilling to stop because he's, he keeps saying, but there's the other one. They, and he's thinking about everyone. Do you ever wonder who thinks about him? Who encourages him? Who, we are the ones who go to him and say, what's the direction for the ministry? What's the series for this month? And some, some of us don't like the series. We are like, ah, if we were talking about the broomstick of Jehu right now, or the end times, I would be feeling it. Hmm? You have an opinion on what should be being taught. But do you ever wonder who for him? And I thought of David at the battle of Ziklag and how they go to fight with his men. They come back. All of them, their wives and children, have been taken, including David's. Then the men plan to stone David. What has David done? So what, for David, who should he stone? Even him, his wife was taken and his children. And the Bible says David turned to the wall and encouraged himself in the Lord. He had to encourage himself. And I think often that's what happens with our apostle, that he has to encourage himself. There are things we probably will never know that he has to deal with, battles he has to fight, you know, things, and can you help me appreciate him? That we will not forget, Apostle, we will not forget your labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, and that you have ministered to us, the saints, and you do minister. Even though for us we are helpless in trying to figure out, ah, so I think to myself, the best I can do is pray, for you and then lighten your load where I can and I think many of us feel that way but we appreciate your labor of love I don't think you're a normal person by all standards 
and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for all you do for us. Yeah. And you know what? Always encourage those who labor among you. Always encourage them because they carry so much. Yeah. Today, the message I have, it's interesting. I had a message planned. <laughs> but every time I tried to flow in it, it refused. <laughs> and you know when you're like, this thing, okay, you like it, but clearly it's not what God is saying. Leave it alone. And you know what has been on my heart and mind? that has refused to go away and that I believe is the word that God has for us today is a word that Apostle Mose gave to the pastors, location pastors. Our new don't camp started on Wednesday. Do you guys remember? And in that room upstairs, one of the first things Apostle said was a three-word, you know, emphatic thing that he kept saying. Do you remember? Recover the prophetic. He said, it is time to recover the prophetic. It is time to recover the prophetic. And he started to say to us, he said to us, don't let your mouth speak anything negative over your church, over your life, over your family, over your disciples. Over, He said, guys, start speaking like God speaks. And you know, you can hear that word and leave it there because life starts to happen. Then you're like, okay, it's good to recover the prophetic, but the reality. Eh? But you see, the prophetic becomes the reality. If we stick with it. And that's the message I come with today, that it's time to recover the prophetic. And one of the ways to recover the prophetic, interestingly, what do we use to prophesy usually? It's going to be impossible to recover the prophetic quietly. Yeah, because sometimes we think that the problem is the words we speak. Sometimes it's the words we do not because you see, words unspoken are words without power. Words, if you know it in your heart, but you never decree it. The Bible says in the beginning that the, what was happening, that there was darkness, there was nothing. And the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the deep. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says God watches over his word to perform it, okay? So he's hovering, hovering, hovering. He was, you know why would God hover? The word hovering is equivalent to the word brooding. When you find a chicken brooding over eggs, it's not purposeless. It's brooding over eggs for the purpose of what? New life coming out that they should hatch and little chicks should come out. So the Holy Spirit was hovering because he wanted to create. He wanted to create. The bath pangs were in the Holy Spirit. He was hovering. Do you know what happened? He was hovering, hovering. The next verse, what does it say, Viera? Then God... Until God said, the Holy Spirit could hover with all his creative power, all he wanted, and nothing could be. Right now, God is hovering over our lives. The Holy Spirit has been given the mandate to come into your life and mine and declare to us the things that God has freely given to us. But he doesn't just declare them to us for the sake of declaring. He declares them to us that we may speak them so that he can release the life because he's hovering right now. He's hovering over your ministry. He's hovering over your finances. He's hovering over your disciples. He's hovering over your generation. He's waiting for a word from the children of God. The Bible says that creation grows in expectation for the sons of God to be manifested. Why? If indeed we are the sons of God, we create like he creates. It's time to recover the prophetic. Time for being news reporters is over. Revival doesn't come by reporting news 
Our apostle has told us over and over that we should not be journalists but prophets. Stop being a journalist. Stop reporting what has happened. Stop reporting what happened long ago in your family. And start reporting what God is about to do. Because what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. No, it hasn't even entered into your heart. Those things that are written. Huh? You're not understanding me. Because I don't know. In the book of Deuteronomy, so I'm sorry, Vera, I gave you verses, but the ones which are coming are not the ones I gave you. But in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 31, what does he say? That the secret things belong to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I've given you the wrong one. 31, 31, not 31, 30. It, it, it ends there. It's not possible. Next verse, Viela. Now you've been my friend so far. Yeah. 29, 29. I'm so sorry. The secret things belong to who? But those things which are revealed, who do they belong to? To us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of this law. Let me tell you, the man of God stood here and declared the hustle is over. That's not a secret thing anymore. It is now revealed to you. It belongs to you and to your children forever. Not for a brief season. Once the words have left the mouth of God according to the book of Isaiah chapter 55. His words do not return to him void. Okay? They accomplish what he has sent them to do. If God has said the hustle is over, the hustle is what? You may see some, uh, what are they called? Nyankole has come. What is that? Crumbsy. Leftovers of the hustle. They might be there. Leftovers might be there, but the hustle. Do you know who must, you see, if apostle stands here and declares that word, it's not enough if you don't also declare it. You must wake up every morning and say the hustle. Tell the morning that the hustle is over. Tell the afternoon that the hustle is over. Tell the evening that the hustle is over. It is time for ease. It is time for acceleration. It is time for favor. Recover the prophetic. And the prophetic is not realistic. You go and read the words of the prophets. There is nothing realistic about the prophetic. So if you want it to be realistic, you must overcome your mind. Oh, I must get into the message. You know, there's this man in the Bible who they call blind Bartimaeus. Bar means son of Timaeus. They don't even know his name, but he's known as a blind man. He's known by his issue for years. This man got to a point where he was fed up. He refused to be cute about it. Blind Bartimaeus started prophesying and shouting, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son, they tried to stop him, the disciples. He said, you're kidding. You, you don't know. And you know what? He got his healing. I don't know what has defined you for years. I'm not here to excite you. I'm here to awaken you. As I awaken myself, recover the prophetic. It's not reasonable. It's 
time for you to stop thinking about what has happened in your family for years and how you think equals your life. No. You have a different inheritance. The boundary lines have fallen to you in pleasant places. Hey! You are for signs and wonders. Please sit, go down. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. But we are, going, we are getting something. It is time to recover the prophetic. It is time to agree with God. You see, prophesying is not coming up with things from the air. Prophesying is agreeing with what God has spoken. And many times when you're a journalist, the things you're reporting are not what God has spoken. Sometimes you're reporting the work of the devil. <sighs> Proverbs 18, 20 to 21 says, A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. Can you imagine that? It's not satisfied from the, what he puts in, but what comes out is what satisfies his life. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. And then he says, understand, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Now, I've been, I was studying a little bit about fruit. The, when they say fruit in this verse, they are talking about earnings. Offsprings of your mouth. Can you imagine your mouth produces offsprings? Produce means the revenue of your lips. And it says that the mouth is, it calls it the command. In other words, your mouth is a place of command. Your mouth and my mouth are places. And this is a, a thing that God has been really rebuking me about because I need to recover the prophetic in my life. I really have fallen back. Really. I've, I have fallen back for a while. But I'm recovering. We are recovering. That's why the word, the word apostle gave was recover. Meaning it, for many of us, it was there before, but we fell back. We became normal. But we want abnormal results. If you want a life that is extraordinary, what comes out of your mouth must be extraordinary. And to those listening to you, they will think, but you see, it's not about them. No, 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 no. It's about you and the responsibility you have in a generation. And it won't happen by being cute and fitting in. Once you start being prophetic, you're going to stand out. People are going to think you're weird. But you know that there is a command of your lips that is going out. And it is creating what heaven has declared. And maybe as you're listening to me, you're like, hey, okay, okay, she's talking about the power of words, my friend. No, 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 no. I'm talking about recovering the prophetic. <laughs> when he says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, the word power there is the word hand. What do you use your hands to do? To create things, to catch things, to basically hands, eh? they, they, are, they, they make things happen. They are the creative to mold things, to break things, to plant things, to, to fix things. In other words, your tongue is that. It's a hand. It creates things, it fixes things, it destroys things. It, you can destroy patterns for generations in your life by recovering the prophetic. Yes. 
You know, okay. Until God spoke, nothing was created. Until you speak, nothing will be created. Why do you think God shut Zachariah's mouth? When he told him that you're going to have a son and then he asked, how shall it be? He said, level jolly, the level you're at spiritually, if you can ask me such a question, eh, don't talk again. Because I know what's going to happen from you. If you say a thing, you're going to destroy. So, not talking until the fruit comes. God understands the power of our words. If you confess nothing, the Holy Spirit will hover, but nothing will come to pass. But the question I asked myself was, okay, God, the thing is, in my mind, I understand this thing, in my head. My words are powerful. In the beginning, with the, every, God created using words. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. The word was God. How come I'm on and off? How come I struggle? And he told me, you see, Pastor B3, he didn't really call me Pastor B3, but I don't tell you the name they call me so that you don't call it to me. If you are, he said, you are getting it from the harvest side, not the seed. And he said to me, speaking is a result. Exactly, Papa. Speaking is a result of what is in your heart. And not just what is in your heart. It is what is abundant in your heart. If it's little, little, if in my heart, once in a while, one someone every 30 days. But abundance eh, of bad things, eh, of listening to gossip, bad news, what? Like no, and then once in a while, I put in a salmon, a hot one. But the thing, you see that Kasamon, the thing Apostle was talking about where you get a pinch of salt and put it in, the, 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 the suspense they use at Rumbe to cook meat, eh? they will say, ah, there's no salt. It's there, but even us, like when in the heart you try to bring out the prophetic. Among the chaos, they can't find the word. I said, Holy Spirit, oh. The problem is not that I don't desire to be prophetic. The problem is what is abundant in my heart. We can go home, eh? Okay, let me give you just extra. I want you to imagine that I'm holding a water bottle. If I, if I pour what is in the bottle, what's going to come out? What about if I really desire cooking oil to come out? But my desire is cooking oil. That's what is happening to many of us. You're so frustrated. You're like, I really want to speak the word. I really want to speak the word. But you're putting in other things. It can't come out. So we can talk, recover the prophetic, recover the prophetic, recover. But to prophesy, you need the word of God. If it's not inside, it can and it has to be up. Speaking as is a result. Abundance of the heart. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth does what? The mouth will only speak what is in your heart. 
So don't blame your mouth. Stop rebuking it and praying against the mouth. Stop telling Lord Jesus, hey, put a watch over the door of my mouth. Keep guard over the door of my lips. Yenze nabachi manange. Wowe mukama ebigambo bijja kunzita. Mukama nyamba njogere bulunji. Just feed the heart with the right stuff and it will come out. Let me tell you if you understand this, you're going to get excited every time someone sends you a someone. You're like, eh. I'm increasing, I'm increasing on the, 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 what is in my heart so that my mouth by itself you can't, like it just comes out that's why when you get shocked by electricity there are certain words that come out some people say Jesus other people I can't say what you say but it was there all along it can't come out other people say mommy what was it? Whatever, there's a time last year we had been praying so much, so much that at some point someone called me and instead of saying hello, I was like, Riba Kashataraba. I'm telling you, that anytime something would hit me, tongues would come out. Because that's what was abundant. There was so much prayer. that it, You see, when you're full and you overflow, what's overflowing is what is already in, is what comes out. There, I pray that you'll understand this. Then we will not struggle anymore praying against your words. Instead, you'll take responsibility for your heart. Because that one, God can't do it for you. So our apostle can come here, talk about, give the word, give the word, give the word. But when inside there are trickles, if Jesus has come for us. Let's read some scripture. Matthew 12, 33 to 35. This is Jesus speaking. Read with me. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vine. Do you know who his disciple was? Hey, we know a guy who used to say this stuff. <laughs> Jesus is judging the stuff that John the Baptist used to say. <laughs> we'll see he was discipled. <laughs> He listened to too many sermons of John. That's what comes out. <laughs> Brood of vipers. Carvalho. You see? He was a hard follower. Hey, Jesus was a hard follower. Brood of vipers. How can you being evil speak good things? Why? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, a good man, out of the good what? what treasure is what you've stored up carefully. Out of the good treasure of his what? Heart brings forth. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So what can you control? Is it what you bring out? What you put in? If you put in the word of God, it's going to come out. You're going to become unreasonable. You don't have to pray, Lord, make me unreasonable. No, listen. Put in the stuff and it will come out. I feel like I can go now, but let's finish. Abundance, the word is, when I say the word abundance, what comes to your mind? A lot, too much, overflowing, excess. Abundance is not enough. When you have just enough money to pay your rent, you have abundant money. When you pay for everyone in the apartments, 
and then go for a holiday. Because in a time now. So the question is, are you abundant in the word? You who wants to prophesy. How much word is going in every day? When they send you a sermon like the one they sent today to all mission, up to mission leader level, how excited were you about increasing the treasure? Oh, are you like, manang, eh? But you're also shouting, revival is here. You have a prophecy, Papa. You are abundant. <laughs> you guys, even if you call your name abundance and you don't get the word in, it won't work. <laughs> eh? We are abundant who peculiar. It's okay. It still won't work. Whatever is abundant in my heart is going to come out of my mouth. Whatever is abundant in my heart, I will agree with and create fruit from. Whatever is abundant in my heart will dictate the direction of my life. That's why he says, above all else, guard your heart in Proverbs chapter 4. For out of it spring the issues of life. Because you know what creates your life? Your mouth. But your mouth only draws from the wells of the heart. So the way is not to suffer about what to say is to just fill the heart with the word of God and life. It has no option. It has to, what is in has to come out. The hustle of trying to be prophetic is over. We've got the key. The hustle of recovering the prophetic is over. We now know that the key is in that Bible plan. The key is in hearing a sermon a day from your apostle. The key is in putting in extra. The key is showing up for garage for season 21. And allow, not worrying, how will I put into action? You put it in the heart. You put it in the heart. And when the storms of life come, the temptations come, you know what will come out? What is in your heart. Your pastor can't do that for you. All of us have our two ears. These are entryways for life. And then this one is the one which sows the seed. The seed enters through the ears and it comes out through the mouth and then it comes to life. But the, the part of putting seed in your heart... You know, there was a time I was so aware of lack. I was abundant in lack in my heart. I knew some scriptures here and there about, you know, but, it, but there was, I had seen so much lack, expected so much lack, and it was so much in my heart that guess what? I walked in lack. Lack dominated my life, not L-U-K, L-U-C-K, L-O-A. Lack of money, lack of resources. Yes, and I was a tither from the age of 13. Honestly, I've never struggled with tithe. But you know that you can be a tither and you're struggling because in your heart and with your mouth, you continue to counter the word of God. You're creating a, a counter system. So even if the principle is supposed to be working, you keep sending it back to, to bring forth other fruit. And you know what? We started to learn about abundance. And I think for me, when I remember when something clicked, 
I was at the hub. I've told the apostle that thing a couple of times. We were at the hub and we had one office at the time. And at the time I had the privilege of being in the same office with apostle. So I walked in that day and people had been hunting him down to give him money. And it had happened over and over that week. I told him, give us God a secret. He told me, you know, it hit me that God loves me. And then he quoted for me, Romans 5.17, which has nothing to do with... You understand, eh? Those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Where is the money in that verse? He was like, I've received, I just, it hit me. I don't know. He said, from the time it just settled that I'm loved by God, people are looking for me to give me money. Then now I started thinking, so I need to listen to someone on the love of God. Yeah, it, it, and, and genuinely, I started listening to teachings. You know? But then there were other, it was something I had, a, and I remember the real breakthrough is when he asked us to read a book by Chris Vallotton, Supernatural Ways of Royalty. I saw poverty as a spirit that I didn't know as poverty. You know how you're afraid of rich people, but you want to be rich? How can you be what you're afraid of? You can't attract it. I was scared of wealthy people. I thought they would think I want something from them. You know that that's poverty. You feel you can't fit with them. You feel you can't what, what, what. Guys, and you know, you don't know where your breakthrough will come from. It can come from a book. Uh, the fifth time of listening to a teaching that has been suggested over what that's why if you understand this thing anything that you're given by your shepherd you consume because it's process something keeps breaking you hit that wall you hit then one day it comes crashing down i can't point at that day all the time but i know that something in my heart just expanded concerning abundance and now you can't convince me that i can lack i'm very unreasonable you can ask my husband very unreasonable concerning many things. I just expect abundance. And indeed, abundance is there. And it's available for you. I used to expect rejection. And I experienced rejection. People just didn't like me. And they also didn't know why. And the more, the more you're like, yeah, I actually have a spirit of rejection. You see? You see? You see? You see? Until one day I grabbed one verse. I didn't look for a hundred of them. I spoke it until all these people were irritated. Hebrews, eh, Psalm, Psalm 512. Eh? Psalm 512. Oh! I spoke it until people wanted to roll their eyes. I'm like, yeah, I'm feathered. Ah, it surrounds me as a shield. If you don't like me, you don't know as a problem. I'm not get people like me so much. Oh my God, I'm so favored. Wait a minute. I could still see the crumbs of rejection, but I'm like, mm -mm. I know what the scripture says. You will bless the righteous, O oh Lord. You will surround him with favors, with a shield. I am so, I, I am so favored. I'm so favored. That sounds redundant, but I know I was killing something. And you know what? It started to manifest. I can tell you the people around me will tell you I'm one of the most favored people you'll ever find in your life. Everywhere I go, in strange nations, people like me and they don't know why. People are always giving me gifts. People just like me. Even you, some of you, you just like me. You don't know. Like, I like her. Even when she abuses us, I just, I just like her. I 
abuse you call. Ah, papa, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, as in, if you don't like me, you have a thing on you. You have a problem. I started to prophesy over myself. I've gone to places with Pastor Solomon where they tell you they've refused. They've completely refused. And what they can't allow. I say, really? And I, you know, I feel like, how can someone refuse? Then I go with her. I say, I always think they are lying. How can someone refuse? I go back and guys, they, immediately. And, and it's, I just walk in and say, hello, Nyavo, how are you? And then guy was, okay, okay, you come. You do it. Then I turn and look at that. I had to just say, okay, it can't be that all these people are lying. I think I just have a thing. People just do things for me. People say yes, and the opposite used to be true. Everyone would say no, 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 no. And you know what you can keep saying? Me people don't like me. Me people say no to me. You're creating. You're eating the fruit. They don't what? And you know what? I spoke it even when they were saying no. I kept saying, people don't say no to me. People like me. Doors are open to me. After they would refuse, I would speak it again. Speak it again. One day, the fruit came forth in its fullness. And I tell you what, it's better to be favored than to be rejected. Yeah, I've been to both of them. <sighs> I like it too. There was a time I was so sure that I would die young. Yeah, because I considered what had happened in my, in my father's lineage. People died by 42. It's like they just couldn't make it past 42. And when my eldest brother also died, I think it was at 41. Do you know what happened in my head? Mm -hmm. You guys, eh? you know that scripture in Psalm 91? The ones the apostle has been giving us of you will live and not die, or you will what, 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 with long life, you will satisfy him. I found everything I could on long life and started decreeing it not only over me, but my siblings, one by one, telling them also, I know you're probably thinking these thoughts, we are going to live long. You can't convince me. There is, no matter what disease, I'm just like, the thing is, eh, do your worst. I'm not going anywhere. You can't convince me that anyone, like myself, my children, the, I, the, my siblings, we can't die young. It's not possible. You know, as in I can't explain to you, techisoboka. But you know how it happened? I kept speaking it. Hearing it is not enough. When you keep hearing the word, it's good, it builds faith. But faith is released by your mouth. You put it in to put it out. Do you understand? The point of taking in the word is so you can speak it. The point is not to be those people who have so much word in your life, but it never comes out of your mouth. So you wonder, but I know the scriptures, they also know you, but where is the fruit? Until you put, if you have, you say, me, you see me here, I don't know why I don't have a harvest, but I have these sacks of seeds. I keep buying more seed, more seed. I bought another store. Why do you have them in the store? Put them in the ground. So you, yes, you know so much, but are you speaking it? Are your ears hearing you? Are your ears hearing you prophesy? It's time to recover the what? And I'm leaving evidence that it works. I've seen it work in my life, in the lives of our children. 
start to speak life over them, to speak life over them. And an issue which you thought is for counselors, the kid just whoop, flips. Our children are taught of the Lord. Me, I'm never having wayward teenagers. Those things people say, it's the teenage age. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? When Jesus was a teenager at the age of 12 before he crossed over, he was arguing with the Pharisees about the word. That's the teenager I'm going to have. My children are taught of the Lord. You know when those fears come, you're not spending enough time with your kids. About what, what, what? For you, they spend time with you. Biakuyambachi. Some of you, they did not spend time with you. Here you are. Some people here were in boarding from P3. But you're here, you're an upstanding citizen. And you think that spending time with your kids is what is going to make them turn out to be something? I'm, I am all for spending time with your children, but don't make an idol. You don't have that much power, Bambi. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. If God says he himself will teach your children, then he himself will teach your children. Yeah. So me, you, 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 you had an experience of very crazy teenagers who made you not sleep at night. Stay away from me. Don't tell me your things. Don't give me your news report and your journalism. I have a report in the scriptures in the book of Isaiah. It says that my children will be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. It also tells me that I will not bring forth children for trouble. That is not the portion of the righteous. So you know what? Go get that stuff from your psychologist. Put it in your handbag and keep it far from me. I have a word from the Lord. you to start being like me unreasonable eh? they come to tell you how teenage age and you know how teenagers are I'm like absolutely teenagers they are deep they are filled with the Holy Ghost they are in the word they love Jesus they are on fire for God they are uncontrollable in the things of God those are my teenagers The doctor tells you, you can't have children. You say, actually, we need to use birth control. I'm too fertile. Because it's impossible for God to create a womb and not give me children. You become, they look at you and say, Vambi, you watch and see. You even start calling yourself some strange names. Sabalongo. Nabalongo. Hey! Not even Nalongo, Nabalongo. When they tell you, Banangi, what's is there a problem? No, 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 no. We are taking our time because Fetugenda Kuzala, Supidi Speed, Yatenga, 332244. So we are saving and preparing for the offspring. Guys, it's time to recover the prophetic. This world does not know what's about to hit them. An army of prophets is arising in this room tonight. First, sit down. Let's read a scripture. Mm. Mm. Hebrews 3 1, read it with me. Therefore, holy. First look at your neighbor and tell them you are a holy brethren. Ah, ah, ah. 
Yeah, don't let the devil tell you otherwise. Yeah, you are holy, you are holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean you're inevitably. No, no, no. You are holy, you are holy. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Say, I'm a partaker. Hey, this scripture is so exciting. Can you imagine that's our identity? Holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Now we say, Katiba partaker. Consider the apostle and high priest of our what? Guys, Jesus is a high priest of our confession. Our confession, and I'm going to explain to you what the word confession means there, but let's look at Hebrews 4.14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest, remember who we just talked about, who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. What do we do when we realize that? Let us hold fast to our confession. So what is this thing of confession and holding fast? The word confession, today I want to tell you some maybe Greek. Is it okay? The root word is homologia. Hey, levels. <laughs> the root word is homologia. Do you know what it means? To agree. Confession is not just talking. If your talking does not agree with the priest, the high priest, it's not a homologia. It's not a confession. Confession is when you agree. It is to agree. It is to speak the same. It is to say the same thing about. He's saying that, that we should... He, let us hold, to hold fast is, is not just, is not, because you're thinking that's using your hands, no. They t to hold fast actually, to hold fast is to think decisively, to definite, clear understanding. To hold fast is intensive thinking, closely considering something to a definite conclusion. To hold fast is to concentrate by fixing one's thinking on something. Holding fast happens in your mind. That's why you must protect your mind and feed it with the stuff you want to see come to pass. Where you hold fast to something with your mind by putting it in, thinking about it, speaking it, and then that's how you hold fast. And then you, when you confess, what do you do? You agree. You agree with God. That he is the, he is the high priest of our agreement with God. So confession is agreement with God, but it begins in the mind. It begins in the mind. You can't agree with something you don't even know. You get convinced by what God says so much that anything anyone says is hopeless. And I tell you the things God says are unreasonable. When he says you are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, when he says he commands the blessing that is on you to be on everything that you touch on all your storehouses and on all to put you, you put your hand to, that means it's impossible for you to fail. And you, if when you believe that, you realize, I can't fail. I can't fail. So you can't be scared of failing. I can't fail. It's not possible. It doesn't exist. I can't fail. 
but you must get holding fast is when you consider to a definite conclusion. And let me show you what it says about, you see, holding fast is refusing your mind to get off of what God has said. You refuse. How? You keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God and you speak it. You think decisively and agree with God on something and you speak it over your life. That's how you hold fast. You think on it, you agree with it, you speak it. You think on it, you agree with it, you speak it. And in the beginning, remember, you have been listening to other things. It feels like you're pretending and lying to yourself. You stick with it until one day you can't remember what you used to believe. When someone says the thing you used to believe, you're like, are you mad? How can someone be rejected when they're in Christ? Like me, I can't understand people who carry a spirit of rejection and I can smell them from afar. And my response to it is anger. I don't feel any compassion. When you come to me, what? People don't like me. Oh, I get so annoyed. I'm like, stop talking like that. People can't not like you. It's not possible. Why? I was there before and I know it's a lie. You see, a lie can look like truth when you think it's truth. You can be so convinced and you go around telling a lie to everyone. You're so sure it's true. Like how children really believe there's Father Christmas and he puts things under the tree. You can't convince them and there is the tooth fairy which brings money. They know it and at that point they can die for that thing. But it's a lie. So even you, there are things you swear uh, they are true. They are lies. They are unfounded. You've been deceived. And the only way to undo the deception is to hear truth. I'm preaching good. I'm just going to read two more scriptures. The other things, it's okay. No, no, no. Let's read about Abraham and, an, and a certain woman in the Bible and you'll see what holding fast looks like. You can sit down, please. Romans 4, 18 to 22 has a testimony of our father Abraham. Read with me. Who contrary to hope. What does the word contrary mean? Against, you know, like a resistance, eh? And many of you, that's what you're going through. God has given a word, the word is ease. You just got a job, eh? where is the opposite of ease? And you're like, maybe that word is for next year. Actually, to experience it, I need to quit the job. No. Maybe your experience right now is contrary to the word of God. But it must bend to the word. The word does not bend to your circumstances. The circumstances bend to the word of God. So it begins to say, who contrary to hope, in hope believed. He believed in the very thing that was, you should not believe that thing. Like, look, Abraham, you're a hundred years old, okay? Your wife's womb, the Bible says that the way of women was no longer with Sarah. You know what the way of women is? She could not have her period anymore, meaning the eggs, they were finished. You understand? The way of women was no longer with her. So that's why she laughs. She's like, oh, I'm going to have a son. You jokers. In fact, Abraham, you know what? Have my maid. We all know. But the, but the Bible doesn't say that Sarah believed contrary and what, what, what? It was Abraham. Contrary to hope, in hope he believed so that he became the father of many nations. The thing you're believing is going to produce a result. It's not redundant. Your, prophecy, your prophesying doesn't, doesn't just stay there. This man believed for 25 years. 
He even changed, even his name, he started, they said, imagine, everyone knows on the village, the man is 100 years, his wife is 80 something, and they are calling, father of nations, because Abraham means, so they're every day, father of, some of you need to change your name, to the thing God promised. There are people who have changed their names, they call themselves billionaire, and you laugh, Jose the Great, and you laugh. You will see it come to pass because every day, guess what? You join the prophets to call them the thing. Hey! Who against hope believed so that he became the father according to what was what? He believed according to what was? He believed according to what was? You believe according to what was? The word was spoken that so shall your descendants be. And uh -huh, what happened? And not being weak in faith, what did he do? He did not consider his own body. He refused, already dead, since he was about 100 years old. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, meaning they were present. His body was dead. Sarah's womb was, present, was dead. Yes, we know the facts. Yes, we know the family you come from. Yes, we know your age. Yes, we know your issues. Yes, we know your financial status. Yes, we know all those things. God doesn't respect that stuff. He only respects his word, and so should you. So he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. But what did he do? He was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, uh -huh, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. You need to get convinced that what God has spoken, he is able to perform, not you. If God has said is acceleration and favor, he means it, he will perform it. Just agree with him. Just agree with him. If he says with long life, he will satisfy you and the doctor has given you two months, just agree with God. The one you agree with, you reproduce after. I want to show you one story that, that you've probably seen before and then I'll be done. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 15 to 7, to 37, you're going to read with me. Because this woman had built a room on the top of her house to serve a man of God. He didn't ask her. She just decided, this man of God comes here often. Let me put up a place for him. So she puts up a place for him in the roof. And Elisha would come and refresh himself there. But you know, if you welcome and receive a man of God a certain way, it's not that you want anything from them, but it, the anointing provokes him to do something. Do you understand? It's, it, anointed people are abundant people. Do you understand? So it's not possible. Like, uh, that's why it's to your advantage and my advantage to receive anointed people. Because all, in all the scriptures, people who receive anointed people, eh? But that's not the sermon for today. So this woman had done that. And Elisha tells his servant, he said, call her. Call that woman. Let's read together. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. Ah, she said, no, my Lord. Man of God, don't lie to your maid servant. You see, she knew. I mean, please, sir, I've not even asked for that thing, so don't, start, don't give me false hope. Some of you feel like some of the words spoken are false hope. Now you despise prophecies. You're like, eh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the 72nd person. Mm. 
You just say amen. I moved on from that one. That miracle, it's not for me. Wow. Don't join the thief in robbing from your own house. Your job is to be unreasonable. How? You're convinced, fully convinced that what God has said, he will do. Not you will do. Don't put the pressure on yourself to perform the word. Yours is to sow the seed. No farmer sows seed and keeps going in the ground and cutting the, the and then after that cutting the tree, looking inside. Her mango is coming out in the stem. Mm, they said they would, you're killing it. Don't kill the word by in, in, inspecting it all the time. You just keep feeding it, speaking it, reading about it, taking action on it, doing obedience, saying enjoy. I'm not saying that you, that, you, that you have no carnality in you. The carnality comes, you shake it off quickly. If you cry, cry for a short time. After that, get back into joy. Do you understand? Eh? Hey, don't you train yourself. The woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come, of which Elisha had told her, and the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to his father, to the reapers, and he said to his father, my head, my head. So he said to her servant, carry him to his mother. Wow, wow, father. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. You're like, wait, some of you, God gave you a word, the thing even started. Then now it's like it's dying or it's dead. You're like, Kale, I'm ashamed. I went and even testified. Then the thing died. Honey, recover the prophetic. See what this woman did. She went up. Do you see her calmness? Eh? Do you see a person who... She's an, she doesn't cry. She doesn't. What mothers would do at that point? The man of God had given her a word. Years before, because the boy had grown up, he could even go to the garden. The word had come to what looked like fruition. She went laid him on the bed of the man of God, the very one who gave the word. Some of you, you need to go back to Jesus who gave you the word and let down the dead thing. And say, Lord, you said. You know that song of Sissy Winans? You said it, I believe it, it is done. And shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men. Is this a normal reaction? This is a woman who understood a certain thing. Send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. Mm -hmm. He said, why are you going to him today? It's neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. She said, what did she say? Yeah. Who do you know who says this? Yeah. Our prophet. And some of you, when he sends you that thing, you're like, this man is unfeeling. He's not compassionate. What do you want him to say? Join you. And you cry. You see, level, when you seated in a certain place, I keep giving this example that when you've watched a soccer match live, the tension is bad. Me, I stopped. I stopped watching soccer. 
too much heartache. Leave me, I don't tell you my team. Leave me alone. So you're watching it, but again, whoa, whoa, what's wrong with this guy? Now, if you phone me like that, when I'm watching the replay, everyone knows the result. Even me, you know that I know. We watched it yesterday. When you're watching a replay, what do you do? You bank a B, what? You're like, hey, the goal is about to come. Come and we watch it again. Which, that thing was nice, eh? Like that, eh? Now, certain people, eh? They are so spiritual. They've been to the end of the matter. They are watching your life in replay. If you knew that the thing you're crying about would be solved in two weeks, would you still be crying? you just be like, no, in two weeks this thing will be over. So you'll be saying, that's the prophetic. You know that this, the word of God is sure. I am just telling you how it's going to end. It is well. You're thinking, no, she should share with her husband. No, it is well. Okay, what happens after that? Then she saddled her donkey, said to her servant, drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. And so she departed, went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, look, the Shunammite woman, please run to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, She was not going to be a journalist. Okay. Now when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, let her alone. For her soul is in deep distress and the Lord has hidden it from me. Do you know why the Lord had hidden it from her? In the spirit she had locked that door. God couldn't show her a dead child because she had refused. So the prophet could not even see because the woman had in the spirit, she had decided that it is well. So the man of God who can see things is like, why can't I see this one? Because you see, she has already surrounded the situation and changed it. It is now waiting for the man of God to finish it. So even the man of God in the spirit is like, eh, this woman is distressed, but I can't see. Why? Her words have released a gate. Okay, so she said, did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say don't deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, get yourself ready and, ready and take my stuff in your hand. Be on your way. If you meet anyone, don't greet them. If anyone greets you, don't answer. But lay my stuff on. She says, <laughs> as the Lord lives, as my soul lived, you are the one who gave me this word. You are coming to finish it. I will not leave you. She arose and followed now Gehazi went on ahead of them, laid the stuff on the face of the child, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Therefore, he went back to meet him and told him, saying, the child has not awakened. When Elisha came into the house, there was, there was the child lying dead on his bed. He went in, shut the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. He went up and lay on the child, put his mouth on his mouth, eyes on his eyes, hands on his hands, stretched himself. And the flesh of the child became warm. He returned, walked back and forth in the house again, went up, stretched himself. Then the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi and said, call the Shunammite woman. So he called her and when she came in to him, he said, pick up your son. Do you know what saved the life of this child? The mouth of his mother. 
she said, it is well. Worship harvest. It's time to recover the prophetic. I don't know how dead the thing looks. I don't know how hopeless the situation looks. I don't know how discouraged you felt for years. I don't know how tired you feel you are of waiting. I don't know how long you feel you have spoken. But I'm begging you, recover the prophetic. Don't allow the enemy to steal the word of God in our generation. If God has said it over your family, agree with him. Hold fast to your confession. Consider what he has said. Believe it and speak it back until you see it come to pass. If the worst comes to the worst, we will die believing. We will die believing. Let God be true and every man a liar. I want you to become open to the word of God. When the prophet stands up to speak, grab it with all your heart. When you hear anything contrary to the word of God, even though it can produce evidence, reject it in the name of Jesus and hold fast to your confession. Refuse the enemy to dictate what happens in your life. It is time for revival. And I tell you what, we must recover the prophetic. Speak well of your family. Speak well of your finances. Speak well of your ministry. Speak well of your life. Speak well of your future. Speak well of your nation. Speak well of your generation. It is time for us to open our mouth regardless of what is in front of us and recover the prophetic. Speak well of your health. Speak well of your children. Speak well of your relationships. Agree with God. Agree with God. Fill your heart with the word of God. Fill your heart with the truths of God. Become unreasonable. Don't try to fit in. It's time. Let's, not, let's not fit in anymore. Let's rise above. Let's rise above. Let's open this mouth that is a command portal and start to speak what God has spoken. Let's open our ears and feed them with the words of God. I don't know, some of you, it's generational things. You've seen, if this happens in my family, marriages don't work. I don't know, no one has ever done this. No one has ever gone to this level. You will be the first. You will be the first. You will open those doors, start to speak life every day. When you don't feel like it, when you feel like it, when it's necessary, when it's unnecessary, speak life. It's time, worship harvest, to recover the prophetic I'm going to invite Apostle to come and just help us to close. Wow. Now lift your voice and start praying. Lift your voice and start prophesying. Lift your voice. It's not time to be silent. It's not time to be pretty. It's not time to be cool. It's not time to sit down. It's not time. It's time for recovery. Come on, lift your voice, lift your voice. Pray in the spirit. Declare those words. Whatever God has spoken to you. Yay! Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, we bless you. Lekezi brokaya mama mama se. Rokoye wobobo brosa kaya baba. We bless your name, we bless your name, we bless your name. Se kaya mama mama Oh, thank Jesus. 
thank Jesus. Someone's miracle is available now. Your miracle is available now. Whatever it is you've been waiting on God for, it is available now. It is available now. Yay! Yay! Thank Jesus! Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, people, pray, 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 pray like you've never prayed before. Prophesy over your life like you've never prophesied before. It's time to recover all the years that we have stolen, all the promises that we have stolen. All the abilities that we have stolen, every calling that was stolen, we recover it now. We recover it now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, oh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. For indeed it is well. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Just lean in. Just lean in. It's time to recover what the enemy stole. Recover, recover, recover. You will recover it. You will recover it. Somebody, you're recovering it. You're recovering it. God's word is not idle. It's not redundant. The word that has come forth this evening is to help you recover it. Yeah. Yeah. get a sense that God is is weird because a message like this feels like it is for personal things recovering personal stuff like 
inside stuff, health, relationships. It is, but I, I have this heavy sense that God is giving out callings, callings right now. Call, mega callings. God is giving out ministries, callings to nations. Yeah. I'm especially hearing it for younger people, but everyone, just receive it. It doesn't matter. That, that's what I'm hearing right now. Callings, like you're going to be amazed. You will be the most surprised person when God is using you. Yeah, you'll be like, I thought this stuff was for people like so and so and so and so. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Callings. Mega callings. I almost feel like that part in Acts in Antioch. When the Holy Spirit said, separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. That's the degree to which I'm sensing what God is doing right now. And it's connected to the message. Don't think they are disconnected. Some people, you've been speaking ill of yourself, of your gifts, of your abilities. You celebrate everyone else apart from yourself. You don't celebrate yourself. You, you're not prophesying to yourself. Every letter Paul wrote, he emphasized that he was an apostle. Why did he need to say it? Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Didn't the people he was writing to know that he was an apostle? Now lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray violently. Lift your voice and pray. We say yes. We say yes to you, Lord. Yes, we say yes to greatness. We say yes to global influence. We say yes to gifting. We say yes to calling. We say yes to prophecy. We say yes. Come on, come on, come on. Callings, callings. Pray, 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 pray. It's time to pray. It's time to establish things in the spirit. Lord, 
platforms international global if you understood what this is about my goodness with ease you don't need to promote yourself they'll call you they'll open the door they'll set it up you'll show up and God will show up. You will show up, and God will show up. Powerful miracles, creative miracles. The eyes of the blind will be opened, the tongue of the, the ears of the deaf will be unstopped, the lame shall leap like a deer, the tongue of the dumb sing. Waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert. You will be a favorite. When they hear you're the one in town, they will show up. The sinners will show up. The saints will show up. Those who love you will show up. Those who hate you will show up. Men will show up. Women will show up. Old people will show up. Children and young people will show up. You're no longer limited to an age group. You're no longer limited to an age group. You're no longer limited to an economic section. You're no longer limited to a nation, to a people, you're no longer limited. Thank you, Jesus. I know I'm telling you this, it is God. 
Let me tell you something. You would think that if you're the pastor of a church like this one, you should be sure. Even today or yesterday morning, I'm trying to remember when, I went to the bathroom at home and I had to start telling myself, you were a man of God. You were a man. I'm telling you, every week I have to tell myself, yeah, because every week the devil tells me that I'm not. Hey. <laughs> yeah. You would think if you're the pastor of a church like this, you should know by now that you're a man of God. No, my friend. I go to my bathroom. And I tell Moses Mukisa. Now listen, you are a man of God. Hey. I know what I'm saying. You, you haven't seen certain demons. <laughs> the bigger the calling, the bigger the, 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 the Goliaths. Yeah, David wasn't fighting some little guy there down in the valley. Once you identify that you're, you're going to be the king, they bring the biggest guy. They say, now this is the one you have to look. Everyone else has been running away from the same guy and it's okay. Until when you show up, they say, no, it's not okay. You, you have to, 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 to deal with it. You will not be limited. God is giving you a call that will not be doubted by anyone in your generation. In your generation I'm telling you I'm, I'm just prophesying some of you don't know it sometimes when I prophesy I have to tell people I'm prophesying yeah books will be written about you yeah about you people will write people will research your history they will research where you came from. About you. God is raising giants in this movement. There will not be one or two significant people. No, 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 no. What God is doing is going to... Is going to confuse Satan and the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. It will be like it's impossible that all those people can be from one church. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Now pray, 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 pray. Men and women of God, pray, pray, pray. Set up an altar. Yaka daka breke deke zike daka broko Rige deke zipa brele kasada kaka Manta baba 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 Kaze ke deke baba 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 Brige deke zike teka laka deke Rigo baba baba zika le Lika deke zopre le kaze ke deke baba baba Yes 
apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers of global renown, global renown to the nations, sons and daughters walking in signs and wonders sent to the nations and cities of the world. We bless the Lord. Yeah, we bless the Lord. word here I don't give this word lightly I'm giving it because of that what I'm hearing this is not some little thing Genesis 12 as one now the Lord had said to Abraham get out of your country from your family from your father's house to a land that I will show you you're about to go places. Yeah, you've been prepared enough in this house to go places that will define your greatness. I'll make you a great nation. <laughs> I will bless you and make your name great. That's what I'm talking about. When your name is mentioned in restaurants, in airports, on airplanes, in trains, in schools, on media channels, it will be great. And it shall be a blessing. Now, this is the one that is not light, but I have to give it. I have to take responsibility for this word. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses. This is God. This is God. You and I, we are not wiser than God. There is a reason God says those who curse, they will be, he will, he, God will be the one to curse them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to find Goliaths out there intent on destroying what God has started in you. They are cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you, you're too young in the spiritual things. You don't, you think this is extreme. You will see. When the time comes and your life is on the line and your calling is on the line, you will need to pull this prophecy out. And let them be destroyed. Yeah, they are cursed. They will fight each other. They will destroy each other. And you will come out standing. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. They will know they've touched fire. Yeah. This one, don't, don't use it carelessly. Don't go out there threatening people. Jesus told those people, you don't know which, what spirit you are of. 
because they refused to receive him in Jericho and they wanted to call down fire. He says, no, 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 that's not us. We have a different spirit. We don't go around calling fire on people. But there are going to be situations. There are going to be situations when, yeah, when gates have to open. There are going to be situations where the angel of the Lord has to do something that disadvantages the enemy for your sake. Amen. Let me conclude. Let's switch from that calling and go to the one of everyday, everyday people. Amen. Isaiah. Isaiah 3.10. Isaiah 3.10. Thank you, Jesus. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. This one, take it personally. This one, don't take it for ministry, for word. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. For they shall eat the fruit of their doings. God knows you've tried. God knows you've kept it straight. God knows you refuse to pay the bribe. God knows you've done the right thing. God knows you have honored. God knows you have done all that you know how to do. <laughs> he knows. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. Do you receive it? It shall be well with you. Father, thank you. It shall be well. I cast every sickness that is afflicting your children to the root, never to resurrect. We cancel every plan of premature death in the name of Jesus. With long life, you will satisfy everyone and show them your salvation. We bless you that we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Thank you for reconciliation. Thank you for redeemed friendships. Thank you for godly children. Thank you for godly spouses. Thank you for a peaceful nation. We reject the drums of war over this nation. For happy are the people whose God is the Lord. You told Abraham if you found only 10 righteous in Sodom, it will be saved. We are more than 10 right here in this nation and it shall not be destroyed. For you are the Prince of Peace. We receive your peace for our nation. It shall be well with us. We shall not be a generation that sees war. Neither shall our children, or their children, or their children, or their children. Oh, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that it shall be well. 
thank you for peace. Peace, 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 peace. Shalom. We honor you. We bless you. And friends, may God bless you. May he cause his face to shine on you and give you peace. And may every good thing that is in Christ Jesus, that is yours, start to manifest this very week. This very week. Some people, you're going to see some manifestation this week. This week. And this 2022 shall be a year of ease and acceleration. It shall be a year of internal workings, not external workings. It will work inside of you. He will work in you, both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. And you will only see it manifest on the outside with minimum effort. Internal workings, not external workings. Internal working, not external sweat. That shall be your year. You shall be a woman, a man of peace. A woman and a man of internal, great internal power and authority. Oh, we bless you. Instead of fighting them physically, your enemies will collapse long before they reach your destination. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for internal working. Thank you for wealth. Abundance of wealth is coming. Some of you are going to see the kind of money you never thought you, you would ever see in your life. Don't question it. Don't question this. Don't question it. Someone, receive it. You're not wiser than God. You're going to see great wealth for the sake of the kingdom. Don't forget the Lord your God who gives you the power to get that wealth. But you're going to see it anyway. You're going to see it anyway. You're going to see great wealth this year, 2022. It will exceed your plans. Your plans. Some of you will be in your houses by the end of the year. Even though you haven't even begun to build. Yeah. The Lord will perform it. He will perform it. As you prioritize his house, he will prioritize your house. I know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Jesus. Say to the righteous, it shall be well with them. It shall be well with your marriage. Start speaking well of your spouse. Start speaking well of your husband. If Start speaking well of your children shall be well with you oh you shall not die I suspend every plan of hell to kill you you will live 
thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Even as thank you, Lord, can you just appreciate Jesus for what he's doing? Yeah. Every time I want to close, I hear another word, so I, I will just keep going. Yeah. I'm hearing dispenser of healings. Yeah. Dispenser of healings. Yeah. Next time you find a sick person, get excited. They'll be like, you are the one they talked about. Yeah. Dispenser of healings. You're going to be a dispenser of healings. You, you're going to literally walk around with the healing power of God. Some people around you will get healed and they will not even know you were the one. Just because you sat in the same space. Some people, when you leave the restaurant and they come and sit on the chair you sat on, the thing that was to kill them will be killed. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, make a day. Like a sabro. Let's lean in. Just keep praying in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. God is working deep stuff in some people in this room. Deep stuff. In fact, everyone looks normal on the outside, but there are people who are experiencing fiery things inside. Inside. Yeah, like it's like fire inside. Right now. Right now. Some people are experiencing fire, fire, electricity. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And you know yourselves. It's not a normal evening for some of you. It's not a normal evening for some people here. It's not a normal evening for some people here. It's fire, 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 fire. Fact, I'm feeling like there's an increasing dose of the Holy Spirit in your life, some of you. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. The principal thing, God is giving wisdom. Christ has become for us wisdom. There are people who are increasing in wisdom even as I talk now. Yeah, even as I talk right now. Wisdom, 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 incredible wisdom. They will say of you what they said of Jesus. What man is this? And what wisdom is this given to him? by which he does these things, that shall be you. Your wisdom is going to make your contemporaries marvel.
your family marvel all those who are used to you they will not be able to, to speak against the wisdom you possess like Stephen in the Bible where he says they couldn't say anything against they couldn't counter the level of wisdom he was operating in receive wisdom not as a natural element of progressive growth as you accumulate knowledge receive wisdom as an anointing right now as a function of the Holy Spirit with that wisdom comes the ability listen to this the ability to make many people wealthy yeah this this wisdom i already prophesied about great wealth now i'm talking about not you having great wealth i'm not talking about everyone around you starting to walk in great wealth it's a function of wisdom solomon made silver and gold like stones in jerusalem he was not the one using the money it wasn't him using the money it was everyone else paul writes and says making many rich that's us that's you by great wisdom thank you father for wisdom oh we bless you oh we bless your name lord oh we bless your name we bless your name some people are entering a personal revival this season 21 while for many it will end on 30th or 29th for some people this season 21 is the beginning of beginnings of a personal revival yeah you're 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 going to you are ex, not going to you are experiencing a spiritual awakening i know what i'm talking about it happened to me 21 years ago i had a spiritual awakening that lasted one and a half years some people are entering that now you're entering it now while others are sleeping you'll be praying and you're not even it won't even be forced you're entering a personal revival while others are eating you'll be fasting and you'll not even be thinking about it, it won't be intentional you'll not have intended to fast you'll just fast for months it's all for purpose. There is a purpose behind it. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The testimony Pastor Jeremy gave and Pastor Gigi is the beginning for many people here you're going to go to parts of this nation and other nations to bring awakening awakening and yes you will never know how much power you have while you're around here 
you will only see it when you go there thank you Jesus thank you Jesus oh we bless your name we bless your name just keep praying in the spirit Oh, we bless your name. Someone's word, your tears are over. That's a personal word for someone. Your tears are over. It's for a lady, maybe even a gentleman. Your tears are over. God is starting something fresh and something new. We bless you, Lord. If for some reason you are in this kind of prayer meeting and you've never given your life to Jesus, I want to help you do that right now, even those who are online and those watching in other venues. If you're there, I want to pray with you. Just put your hand up wherever you are and we'll pray together. If you're here, you are in this kind of meeting, but you've never given your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, we would love to pray with you. If you just put your right hand up. We bless you, Jesus. Anyone? We are going to wait for you. And other people watching online. Yeah, if you're watching online, or watching in any other venue. You've never given your life to Jesus. I know it's a prayer meeting, but here we, we can't close without giving opportunity to give your life to Jesus. In fact, friends, you should bring your friends to the prayer meeting. Don't say it's a prayer meeting. It is going to be all Shababa. No, bring all your unsaved friends. They, they too need prayer. Yeah. Amen. But I'm going to ask one more time. I'm not going to quit because you, you just might be here and night is your night. If you see everyone else keeping their hand down, it's because they already did this thing a long ago. One time they put their hand up. So now it's your time. It's your turn. We all put our hands up one day. That's why we are born again. All right. Anybody? Okay, I'm still going to lead us in prayer because there are those in other venues and other people online. So if you're putting your hand up right now, just pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I give my life to you. Take it and do something significant with it. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and enable me walk this new journey. Amen. If you pray that prayer, we believe you're born again. And if you reach out to the number on your screen, wherever you are, there is a number on the screen, even online, 0775-642449. There's a pastor on the other end of that line. Please reach out and let's start this journey together. Amen. Wow, have you been blessed tonight? Wow. Can you hear me appreciate Pastor B3? Hey!
powerful, incredible, outstanding. Now I marvel when someone who is not fasting preaches like that. And now the rest of us who are fasting, I'm like, but God, please, can we be serious? Anyway, it is God who distributes these things. So, and I wasn't in the meeting. So you just receive, amen. Now, here is what you're not going to do. You're not going to go without sowing seed into that word, are you? Verily, verily. Goest thou not without soweth a seed into the word thither. Location pastors, we are going to catch up briefly after here. Together in the pastor's lounge, location pastors. We'll be delighted to have you there. Otherwise, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. Just sow your seed as you go. Tomorrow we are back. We start by five. By five. Yeah. Bishop Dani. From First Love Church will be here tomorrow. Look. Even the people you don't like, bring them. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Territory.